What's up, boys? Welcome to episode one of Ice Kings, hosted by Matthew Toombs and Sam Gagno. We got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, but first, T, how's it going? Oh, Sam, it's, uh, it's good to be here. Uh, thanks for uh, getting this thing going. Uh, it's good to be here, and I'm just fired up to talk about hockey. I love hockey. I've been playing it since I was fuck, three years old now. Um, Hockey's fun. Dude, hockey, hockey is the best sport on earth, and I, I can't say that enough. People who say, oh, hockey seems very easy, you go try skate around on a four-millimeter piece of steel, you fucking joke. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hockey is definitely one of the most difficult sports to pick up, honestly, and people really don't understand how, how much work goes into it. But anyways, how about, how about this cup final going on right now? Two to one, yeah, Tampa it, Bay. I got it on right now. Sergachev with an absolute blast from the point, piping in too. It sounded beautiful. That sound is just. Woo! Do you think Montreal? Up. Do you think Montreal is just like rattled about that trade? I mean, Jonathan Joy, great player. I love him. I'm a huge fan. But right now, he's not in the Cup final. Sergachev is, so I don't know. I see that that, that trade was all right. The reason being is because the Canadians needed offense. Duran and they needed French, they needed French Canadian offense. That's what they needed. No, French <laughs> Canadians, are you sure about that? Uh, that's what they want. French that, Canadian if, players and they're just ugh, not as good as you think. <laughs> I mean, I I'm from Montreal and if you if you speak French, uh, they'll take you instead of an English guy, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, uh, man, it must be the free healthcare. <laughs> yeah, the free healthcare, that's what that's what uh, gets us. Anyway, oh, so First topic I had on here was uh, something that's touchy for both both of us. Um, NE10 finals, uh, our last collegiate game. I just got chills, man. That's fuck. Yeah, it's tough. Tough to talk about still, even yeah, after man. months. March what was it? March seventh. March seventh, man. That's tough. March seventh, seventh, great number, but yeah, I mean, not th- just not that day. Not that day. Yeah, I mean, oh, man. Can you go through what you what your experience was with that and like what do you what did you get from that game and the whole season? I mean, the whole season all all was, dude. It was it was the best season I've ever had at Franklin Pierce, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we took a program that had three <clears throat> wins all year to a program my freshman year to have, I believe, eight wins. So to, like, I, and then we then we 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 progress all the way through to our senior year. And then we get to our, our ultimate goal of making the NE10 championship. Obviously, the ultimate goal is winning it. But, I mean, dude, the, the fact that we brought it from a team that won two games the year before the 10 seniors that we had came in, like, it, it's, just, it's just beyond amazing. The boys really meshed well, I think, this past senior year. Just it, there was such a good camaraderie with everyone. It was just so everyone was close, you know, like it was, there oh, was we're no all best friends. Exactly. It was, we were best friends. And that, that is something that all hockey players can come out knowing like, Hey, we are all best friends. Like at the end of the day, we're, we're playing for each other. Like that's what it comes down to, you know? And that's what I feel Franklin Pierce did. Obviously we didn't, uh, didn't have the outcome we wanted, but man, we made it to the, we made it to the finals, bro. Like no one, we were ranked what? sixth in the poll oh the, the, the pre, poll? preseason poll they're like these guys won't even make the playoffs there's no chance exactly exactly so. and the fact that we go in we beat assumption to be able to get even into the playoffs 
and then we come back to their barn and then in, in an OT winner by uh, JR, dude, Junior yeah. Stevenson, just, dude, like nobody thought we would have gotten that far and we got that far. Uh, I love that you mentioned uh, the rankings because I remember to this day in the locker room, we had those rankings, those preseason rankings on our, literally on our walls, just every day, just something to look at. Like everybody was counting us out and just from day one, we were just thinking about going to work getting better every day and then getting to that goal, like you said, getting to the finals. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I, we took that and just shoved it up the fucking league's hoop. Yes, yeah, sh- sh- shut up their hoop. Like, no. <laughs> sandpaper. Yeah, sandpaper, no lube. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, no, but man, it was it was a hell of a season, man. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to war with any uh, anybody else, any other team, you know? I mean, we just mm-hmm. had a mesh and a gel that just stuck us all together. Yeah, it was a it was a great experience, definitely for me coming from Westfield. I mean, Westfield it was a it was a different vibe. I mean, we didn't have a locker room. Like it always felt like we were playing away games. I mean, the whole the whole team culture. There was a lot of clicks, but we all liked each other. But just you know, we had different like we had lived at different uh, hockey houses, so mm-hmm. we weren't with each other as much as the people at Franklin Pierce or at Lakeview or just hung out all the time. We didn't have that kind of atmosphere. I mean, we were all great people, great players, but <clears throat> all in all, if you're not, uh, if it doesn't mesh correctly, I mean, you could be the best team in the world, but if you don't uh, have the right chemistry, it ain't going to happen on the ice. Absolutely. So. so so you asked me what my feelings were from that game. Let me, let me reverse the question. What do you think? What are your thoughts on that, on that final game, man? Like, what, it, what, could, what could the Ravens have done better in that game, you know? I mean, I feel like we had – we had some good offensive opportunities, but we just didn't capitalize, you know? Like, what I think, thoughts? well, listen, I, I kind of, this is one question I kind of, I kind of feel like an asshole answering because personally, I think that was my best game of the, the whole year. I think I was playing probably the best hockey I've ever played in my four year. Oh, oh, hold year. up, hold up. Dallas Stars goal, baby. Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski, baby. Look at this guy. This guy, one last kick at the can, doesn't want to give up. This guy no is coming, way, man. Leaves coming the back. Sharks. Leaves the Sharks. Your Sharks. Leaves the goal play. The San Jose Sharks, man. They lost as the a captain, legend. As the captain and Joe oh, Pavelski, yeah. just an absolute tip eating machine, pucks. man. Yeah, eating pucks in front of that, tipping. Oh, dude, this guy. He just can do it all. absolute tip machine. He can do everything. And I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, Sam, but he's yeah. just a good team guy. He remembers all the little things. The first game, I believe it was, of the final, or first game of the playoffs itself, Kudobin had to uh, open the door himself. And then before every game, Joe Pavelski went out and opened it for him. Yeah, I've seen that. I didn't know if it was a superstition or – oh, that, this brings me to maybe one thing I can talk about. Superstitions. What's the weirdest superstition you had as a hockey player? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna really, really bad with this, but you go first. You're good, man. I mean, I, I didn't really have a superstition. Uh, I, I think it wasn't a weird one. At least my, my superstition was, I'd go to Fogs, which is right near our, right near the school. I'd pick up uh, a yellow Gatorade, a, a squirt, squirt top Gatorade. Fuck everything. <laughs> had, else. had to be it. Had top. to be a squirt. And I would get a. Um, Oh, what was that one with the fucking Switzerland thing? Uh, what the hell was it? It's just another squirty water bottle. Oh, the water bottle. Is it like the essential water bottle, I think? It's, yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's that. like the extra uh, 
electrolytes. The one, yeah, I know yeah, what I'm exactly. Talking about. Yeah, I don't think it did a damn thing for me. But yeah, I mean, um, but in between, in between periods, I would do uh, a pack of fruit snacks, three squirts of Gatorade, five squirts of water, and then I just hang out. <sighs> That's my superstition. There's nothing, nothing else to add to it. I I had some weird ones. I mean, when I was when it started when I was a kid. When I was a kid, um, playing youth hockey in uh, in Montreal. One of these weird ones I had was we're in the playoffs and every game I'd listen to Eminem and every time I would listen to Run Rabbit Run, I would stop the song at like two two ninety uh two ninety two nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stop the song and just stop listening to music right after that song. And for the rest of the game, I would the rest of the game. Rest of the time was in the room. I would tape my left side first, then my right side, and then and then when there was like five minutes left, I'd li- listen to the rest of that song, and then go out, <laughs> literally go outside before leaving the room. I'd have, I literally I had to touch the left side of the door, the right side of the door, and then the top, and then I'd be ready to play hockey. Or else, I if I didn't do that, I was having a bad night. I mean, are you sure you can even touch the top of the door frame? <laughs> I, listen, listen, I I was I was such I was such a like a nutcase when I I was so bad with this kind of stuff. Where like at one point my mom came to watch me play and we lost one time in the playoffs. And she, the only time we lost was when she came to watch. So I told my mom, you're not allowed to come watch another game in the playoffs until, until we win the whole thing. Guess what? For those of you who don't know that that song run rabbit run by Eminem is the epitome of Sam Gagnon. (laughs) When you watch him on the ice, he is a a rabbit. He just flies around. (laughs) Oh man. Just to say that I, I made my mom not go to the playoffs and we won the whole thing since she didn't get to watch it because, oh <laughs> because I, was, I was convinced that she came to watch we'd lose. So all that to say, I've, I'm better now. I mean, I'm trying not to be so superstitious, but I mean, I'm just a little stitious. But fuck, all right, let's get back on. We just went on a huge get back. Today. Yeah, get back give me, on, give me ta- your, on track. Give me, your, uh, give me your thoughts about the NE10 finals, man. My thoughts? I mean, listen. Like I said, I was having a really good game, um, the best game of my college career, I, I, I think, at this point. And like you said, it was like we were lacking the offense that we had all season. We had the good thing with us, we had um, four good lines and oh, that could give us offense. Yeah, I just seen that. We had four good lines that give us offense, and not to discredit uh, the second line or any, oh, not the second line, the third line. No, we were the third line. What am I saying? Um. So we we had a couple guys that that they were having a little uh, tough time tough time scoring goals. I know like Nico was one of our best players and uh, he was having a tough time. He had a good, couple good chances and it was just one of those games where we were snake uh, snake bitten and we couldn't bury. And I think at one point the coach just decided to jumble the lines over and uh, I went on the ice with Ryan Gorbett and uh, Connor Foley and we were literally looking at each other like we gotta we gotta get a goal like we can't we can't not get a goal and literally. I can't. I will remember this till the day I die. Gorbett looks at me and says, "Give me the fucking puck. I'm gonna fucking score." So I'm in the corner. <laughs> Fully wins the face off. I'm in the corner. I like. I see him in front of me. I'm like, bet. I just fucking threw it right. The heart, shoot it right to his fucking stick. He scores. We fucking. He like. I don't think he scored. I think he's he's. I think he scored. But then like Foley just hit it in the net to score again. To just to reassure. So then we're at this point it's three to two. I'm like fuck we 
we might we win this game. We can yeah. do this. Like it's not over. So at the end of the game, it's the time is running out and we're like, we're hammering, we're hamming them. And at this point we gave up two lucky goals. Like they're fucking like Wally's playing like unbelievable. And like, he's, they're getting lucky tip goals that are just like fucking bullshit. Like just absolute luck. And at this point, there's like two minutes left in the game. I'm like, shit, like time's running out. Let's get, we're hammering them. And then I remember uh, Nico gets tripped and I'm like, holy shit, we got a power play. No call on the play. I'm like, what the hell? Like, did this ref just blew the, and then next thing you know, uh, Mark's just making a good D play, call a panel on him and then it's fucking, it's. End of the game. Game I'm like, over. We, I think that game was, over. They, they called that penalty with a minute forty something left. Yeah, it just it killed us, and it just at that point we just couldn't we couldn't come yeah. back out. Yeah. And it was tough. I mean, I mean, it leaves a sour taste in our mouth. Definitely, it's it sucked because personally, for you and I, we had an opportunity to go play pro, but that opportunity couldn't happen because we were in the final. So we had yeah. to make this count, and it was really tough to to see not happen and. Just unfortunately, we lost, and it was a it was I mean, tough. That, our last college game, but that's a perfect segue into the next uh, next topic here, Sammy. Pro hockey. I know you you mentioned that uh, here uh, we both had the opportunity, but I didn't seize that opportunity, Sam. I hear you're uh, you're about to go uh, head down and play some. What do you what do you got to tell the boys about that? Yeah, uh, I just signed with Danbury Hattricks in the in the FPHL. Uh, not too far from where I'm living right now in uh, Connecticut. I mean, it's nice. It's a good place to start. Get my feet wet in hockey. I mean, listen, <clears throat> I'm not going to NHL. We all know that. But you got to start somewhere, you know. You want to keep playing, living the dream as much as, as long as you can, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. it's just, like I said, it's a good place to start. I mean, I start there, get a couple points. Yeah, you never know, man. Earn my stripes, you know, play a little bit of – pro hockey for a little bit and maybe move up to the next level in a couple of years or so. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get you down there too. Like we'll see in a couple, couple of months with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. But, I mean, at uh, this point, brother, I got a, I got a full-time job, you know, I'm a yeah. medical device sales rep right now. So I oh yeah. I'm making the big by. bucks. Ah, nah, Not a big deal. <laughs> Not making the big bucks just yet, man. I'm, I'm looking to get there real soon. Oh yeah. So this that this is a good segue so, into our next point. Pro, pro hockey, brother, huh? Tell me, it's, you know what, man? That is just that is every kid's dream. Like, yes, I get it. It may not be the East Coast or the A or, or even the NHL or whatever or, or whatever it may be, but dude, it's still pro hockey. You're still getting paid. You get paid to, to play to hockey, love. yeah. I mean, pay, like you can't beat that. So what? I mean, so what? It's the Fed. Who oh. gives a shit? Oh, I, at this point, I, I, that's the thing. I used to be really, really, really like tedious about that kind of stuff. Like, Oh, I don't want to play yeah. anything underneath the East coast. That's all my, like, that's how crazy I was when I was a kid. Like I was like, Oh, I want to go <laughs> play in the NHL. No, literally like I can admit it. So, so unrealistic, like as a kid, you have no idea how, how good hockey, hockey players are mm-hmm. until you get to that level. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up in Montreal, there's a lot of, a lot of pretenders. What I mean that by that is like, <laughs> literally, you go to a hockey game, and you literally these people literally go to the hockey game and think they know hockey. Like they they go to the games and they they're like, what the fuck? Like why did he miss that pass? Like I can make that pass. I could have scored that. No, you can't. No, you wouldn't. 
real time, real scenario, you got the best players in the world chasing you while you're trying to score. You're not even, there's no, you'll, you'll shit your pants before you touch the puck. So, you, I mean, just puts you into perspective. I remember, it's funny because my dad is the biggest reason why I kind of think, like I used to think like that. We'd go to a hockey game and like my dad, like, you can you can probably keep up with these guys if you work hard. <laughs> and I don't know if he was trying to get me, get me like my gears going, kind of get me like talking and get me like saying bullshit, but he was, he'd always find a way to get me interested in a game or like, you know, Mario St. Louis is pretty good. Uh, if you work pretty hard, you can uh, be like him. One day, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Guys okay. Legend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, fav- my favorite player of all time, my dad used to tell me. Uh, Marty St. Louis? Yeah, he might be small, but he plays big. So, he's like, Sam, you got to play like that to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I feel like in that championship game, brother, you, you were small, but you played huge. You really oh, did. man. I, it was just so tough. I, I thought I was playing I so well. Think- it wasn't even a bad game for anyone, bro. It, it, it was it was just the fact that we were snakebitten. It's exactly like it wasn't even like the goalie was hot. He was just getting lucky. You know what I'm saying? They just literally. I, I I'm sure there's a couple of Stone Hill kids that are listening to this right now saying, "Fuck you guys! You guys fucking are assholes! You, you guys, guys fucking are. suck!" Yeah. <laughs> Like, congratulations, pal. You, we you, three or four posts. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, if you talk to any other any 10 team, they're telling you, like, they're, they had no business being in the finals. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough to say that because they fucking won, but it's just, like, it's yeah. the fact. Like, people wanted to see us against Assumption or us against uh, St. Mike's. Those were the two other teams that I thought, like, really, like. Should have deserved to be there. Deserved to be there, for sure. Yep. Like, yep. And it's one of those things where it didn't pan out like that. And, I mean, maybe nine times out of ten, we would have won. But that one time they won. That so one time they won and they win, yeah. the, they win the shit, man. Yeah, so that's how it goes. All right. All right, well. All right. Enough dwelling on the past, man. Let's let's look at the future. Talk here. about the future, yeah. Let's talk about the future. Let's Let me get your thoughts on COVID and the impact on recruiting and sports, dude. This whole time that we're living in is just the craziest shit I've ever been a part of in my 25 years of existence. Like, this is, this is bananas. Dude, I, imagine, I, if you were, imagine if you were an um, NCAA uh, recruit and during this time. Like, what the fuck do you do? Like, how? What do you do? Like, do you take a year off? Uh, do you, like if you still have years in juniors, you play junior instead. Like, mm-hmm. there's like no guidance in what what to do in this kind of scenario because nobody knows. Like, it's a it's a it's new for everybody. Exactly. It's it's kind of like you're in limbo. You don't really know what to do. Like, yeah. there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel as of right now. <sighs> for me personally, like think about COVID and hockey, especially. You're not really like you're playing juniors. You're not really like expected to play against uh, in front of a lot of fans. So like I kind of understand why junior teams are playing, but then again, like these big leagues, like the Null, some of these big teams, like in this down south, they're like closing up shop because they rely way too heavily on on fans and yep. and concession and yada yada yada. But like you can see these northeastern teams, like in the EHL or the USPHL, they're playing because. It's a it's a bus league where they they're forty five minute bus ride, you know, yep. and like yep. the, that's the league I played in, and that's my junior league, EHL. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was awesome. We didn't have fans, but it all 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 that mattered was we were playing hockey, man, and we were trying to win. Like we, the main goal in juniors, everyone, just so everyone knows, is to get 
recruit by a college. Oh, that yeah. is that is what juniors is for. It's a developmental two to three years, depending on how old you are when you start. And that is all that is what you need to get to the next level. A lot of coaches are not taking players straight out of high school. That's just unless you're that's Jack Eichel. Point one percent. Exactly. Unless you're the top point one percent. You're not going to college right away. You need to go to juniors. You need to develop your skills. You need to grow into your body. And then, then you go from there. And then hopefully you're, you're lighting the lamp. You're, get, you're making plays. All you need to do is make plays. You don't need to score. You don't need to put up points. All you need to do is make plays and be a smart hockey player. And college coaches can find those. That's it. Yeah. And you got to, like, I have to learn this real fast. You got to be responsible defensively. Like, I was such an offensive mind minded player. I think that really hurt me. That's why I didn't go, maybe go to the higher, higher level or play division one. It's because I really didn't get those defensive attributes. You know what I'm saying? And junior is like the perfect place to learn, not learn, but develop them. Because at that point, if you don't know how to play defensive, then you shouldn't be playing hockey at that level for sure. I agree. But you shouldn't, but you you just have to to make a decision. Exactly. You got to be, be firing on all cylinders at all times. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, you just got to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Know yourself, know your weaknesses, know your strengths, work on your weaknesses. So, juniors is a time to hone your craft. Oh, for sure. You're, you're, all you do, do is, is play hockey. hockey. So, like, like it's, you should be yeah. treating it as your job and, yeah. and you're loving it. Like, you're playing hockey. No, you have no, you're not going to school. You don't, you have no concerns. You have no, nothing to like keep you up. And like, Oh fuck, I got an assignment due at midnight. Exactly. Like, I have an assignment due tomorrow and I'm thinking about it right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just kind of, that's college hockey in a nutshell. Give me that thoughts on COVID and impact on recruiting. What do you got for me? So for me, I don't know if there's a dead period right now for recruitment. Um, I didn't. I was trying to look up online if there was like a dead period for like NCAA's to approach kids and stuff like that. But for me, I think it's tough because without tape, you're not going to be getting recruited. You know what I'm saying? One of the reasons I made Empire Hockey Clips is to help kids take the clips that they already have and make a montage with it. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in a year where you might not get recruited and people might not be coming to your games and coming to watch you because of COVID, the, the travel bans and not being able to go state to state to go visit these teams, these traveling junior teams, the scouts might not be able to come watch. Luckily for a, a league like the EHL, there's so many Division three colleges and Division one colleges in that New England area that they might get away with going to see a couple games. But for those teams that are uh, Midwest, you know, even down south, they, they, they can't recruit. You know what I'm saying? They have to rely heavily on video. So one of the reasons why I made Empire Hockey is to help kids get their old video or the new video that they're getting during the year and making a montage and sending it to, uh, to fans. Not to fans, sorry. To, uh, to coaches and teams. Yeah. And I think one of the big things that uh, kids are lacking right now, especially during COVID, is like guidance. How, where, where to look up uh, teams, how to look up teams, how to approach teams. Some people... This was a problem when I was a kid, when I was a kid trying to get recruited to play college or junior. Mm-hmm. I didn't have enough knowledge on the leagues I want to play in or the mm-hmm. coaches I want to email. And anybody that's listening to this, if you're getting, trying to get recruited to college or juniors, go look up every team you want to go play for 
or any league you want to play for, go to a team, go to their, their contact contact information, go see their coaches' informa- information. They most likely have an email. You check that email, make a player profile, basically saying, hey, my name's Sam, uh, I'm from Montreal, Quebec. Um, I'm playing junior hockey at this team or whatever your previous team is. Give them your stats, give them what kind of player you are, um, and just a little paragraph of a summary of what kind of player you are. Um, include your, your highlight video, like I said, include your stats, and basically be like, I look forward to hearing from you. I'd love if your team and staff could look at my, my, my video and my, my stats and follow up with me in the, in the upcoming weeks and potentially watch one of my games on myhockey.tv. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And reaching out I to did. teams. Yeah, exactly. And, you got to reach out. And the, the, the more detail you can give them, especially in a time like this, is it, the, the more detail you get into about yourself, the better off you're going to be. I know there's a lot of restrictions on going into rinks and everything. However, you can give the coach, hey, my team is XYZ playing ABC at 8 a, 10 a.m. On, on Friday, September 30th or whatever, yeah. whatever it may be. Give them as much detail as possible. And then don't just give up after the first email. Follow up. Exactly. No, you can send up. 60 emails. So what, this, this brings me back to my point. When I was get, trying to get recruited to Division One, and I was playing in the OJ, I sent 60 emails because there were 60 Division One teams. 13 got back to me. You know what? If I, didn't, if I stopped after the first one that didn't answer me, I wouldn't have got those, those 13 other uh, yeses. You know what I'm saying? You got to – like you, you might not go to your, your, your dream school, but you got to reach out to these schools. Like I was reaching out to, to – I reached out to 60 schools, and one of the schools that got back to me was Cornell and Yale. That's unreal, man. Good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And those are the, one of the two schools I thought, oh, if I message them, they're never going to answer the two schools I thought they were going to answer, answered. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't think, oh, uh, they're never going to want me. They're, these, these teams are just like you. They're looking for players. They want people to reach out to them. They need. It's easier for them for a player to reach out to them, you know what I'm saying, than having yeah. to go look like, for, that player. for that player. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, players have to understand their, their value because if you're a good college hockey player, you're a good, sorry, a good junior hockey player, and you're kind of a good a hidden secret. Guess what? A college coach is going to want to find you before somebody else does. And once, so you got to think about it like that. So, I, my advice is worry about what you can control. Send as many emails as you can, and just hope for the best. And that's the and follow up. And follow up exactly. Like, trust me, it's one of those things where. You got to keep going. It's, 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 it's like hockey. It's a, you got to keep grinding until you can uh, finally get the result you want. You got to pack that fucking lunch pail, baby. and just Yes, go to work every punch day. In, punch out, go to work, baby. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Now, what else you got, Sam? You got any more stuff for me or what's up? I mean, listen, this is one question I always wanted to ask you just because you're from California. And I've been seeing California – just how hard they're trying to grow the game. And the, the more AHL teams I see or uh, and the more uh, uh, team affiliates from the NHL, they're going down there and trying to spread. Even the, in Nevada, which is a close state, they're trying to grow in that area, just the hockey itself. Like, what can you say about California? What, what have they been doing to grow, to, to grow the game? What have they been doing successfully? I mean, I, I, played, I played in California for, gosh, 
13 years, man. And we just, I played for a guy for two years by the name of Mike Holmes, man. And he was, he was awesome. He was one of the best coaches I've ever played for. He, my, my 16 double A year, we went 47, five and one. I believe. Okay. And one of the okay. losses came in like the state final. <laughs> oh, damn. All so, right. So, I mean, the, the, the coaching out here is, is getting there. Okay. And you have mm-hmm. all the individual skill coaches, like the shark skill coach. I know he does individual lessons. Like he does those things. They're all trying to grow the game. The San Jose, the San Jose sharks do a great job of, of promoting the sharks. Like you go to their games, like, you see people like you wouldn't normally see at a hockey game, mm-hmm. like just completely different types of people, man. Like, Did you ever see like Patrick Marlowe? Ah, uh, no, not that lucky. Not that cool. <laughs> Who's the coolest guy I, you've seen I at did, the rink? You know what, dude? I'm not going to lie to you. I got SJ Sharky to come to one of my birthday parties when I was like six. The mascot for the Sharks, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, pretty cool. Wow. Not a big deal. <laughs> we yeah, we man, need a no, picture. I, uh, picture it didn't happen. I, I have one somewhere. I, I will get it. We'll I, have I will to post it, it on, the, on the page. We will. But, uh, you know, I, I uh, hockey down in Southern California is, is really something special. Like, they have the Junior Kings, the LA Selects. Uh, they have the California Wave. They have some unbelievable programs down there that have unbelievable coaches. I believe the wave even had a movie or, or uh, some kind of documentary made about them um, down in, down in California, uh, Southern California, really? man. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember the LA selects when I was playing the PB Quebec tournament with uh, the same tournament that uh, my friend uh, Ryan Whitney played in. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Deal. Not a big deal. I played in it as well. Got shit kicked by the LA selects. We were yeah, we were thinking fucking LA. Who the fuck? These guys don't play hockey. Fucking yeah, bro. Yeah, little did we know we fucking got smoked five one. I know for a fact that uh, the San Jose Junior Sharks they actually get to use the Sharks like team workout. Oh, that's cool. And they get to use their strength and conditioning coach as well. Um, whenever that's he's not working with the actual Sharks, you know. Yeah, and I mean that's it is cool. It was cool. That's definitely a good experience. But it's growing. I mean, you see a lot of people who, I mean, you hear the, the age old saying, everyone yells, shoot. And I mean, every <laughs> hockey player knows to shoot the damn puck. But at the same time, like, you don't realize that there's nothing open. Like, you can only see so much from the stands. Like, but but the, 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 the Sharks, the Ducks, they're all doing such a good job of trying to grow the game here in California because it's, again, it's, it, it rains maybe 10 days a year here. Like it doesn't get below, it get, gets below 30 in the mornings you, sometimes, but then it drives itself up to 50. You know, it's not one of those, oh, I'm in New England. It gets to negative 78 million degrees. Like uh, it, wait 10 minutes and the weather will change. Exactly. Like California is Shout out New uh, England. A, a, a mainly warm climate area where hockey isn't big. Like you got your baseball, you got the basketball, you have football. Um, I mean, those are all bigger than hockey, but I believe in my opinion, the sport of hockey is starting to grow just because of all the contact, all the, all the, all the excitement that the build when the buildings get hot. Think of Twitter. Twitter is growing hockey. 
Yeah, Twitter is growing hockey, man. It really is. I there's some there's some uh, southern states where hockey's not very popular, and they're looking at this 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 game, and they're like, "Holy shit, these guys are allowed to fight! Fuck, yeah. this is unreal!" Exactly, and, dude. and they're just going nuts, and they're like, Hockey's "Dude, they can gem, man. they're they're like they can literally beat the shit out of each other, and then just walk away and be fine with that." It was like, and they get five minutes. You beat the five shit minutes. out of someone, you get five minutes, then you go back out and do the same thing. Yeah. You really wanted to. You go to five minutes to the box and you feel ashamed. Shout, shout, shout out slap shot. That was my impression of. Uh, that was the worst impression I've ever. That was the worst heard. impression. And I'm sorry. You're French too. That's fucked. I know. That was uh, <laughs> that was tough. That was a tough look. Oh, hopefully, man. hopefully people signed out after after that. Right, I buddy, think. Got anything else? Are we done? We're I mean, I think we. I, I think we can wrap it up uh, and head head to our uh, interview. Um, actually, we haven't had it yet, so we'll, hopefully, this will be a good interview. It's uh, with Zach Herman, my friend, personal friend. Um, we're gonna talk about a couple things. His uh, his company, his brand that he he started, uh, basically his college career at Niagara University. Basically, talk about his recruiting process during that, and basically ask him some. Uh, some tips on how to be nasty at hockey because I am terrible, as you can probably see. And we'll get some story stories from him. Just yeah, so maybe some crazy. Fans what they're looking for. Maybe some PG thirteen stories, maybe hopefully. But uh, I mean, we're cussing over here like fucking sailors, bro. He can get. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to put a bleep button or something. My mom's gonna listen to this and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, I love. All right. It. I love- all right, let's shoot it up to the, the interview right now. So our first ever guest on the Ice Kings podcast, uh, he played for the Burlington Cougars, and in 52 games, he had 43 points as a defenseman. Ripped it up, got uh, drafted to the U show, played a couple of years in the Null, and now he's playing at Niagara University, just ripping it up. Zach Herman. Welcome, Zach. Good to have you here, brother. Hey, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one today. We're gonna we've got a couple of talking points that are uh, to talk about, and um, I just want to start off with your hat, ETR Outfitters. Can you tell us a little bit about about that and your like journey with entrepreneurship and like how it's it's been to get this uh, company going? Yeah, man, it's been it's been crazy. I just started it two years ago in junior, my last year. Didn't really think anything of it. I was trying to make some stuff maybe for me, myself and some buddies, but kind of took off. So it's been uh, it's been cool to see, watch it grow, and just see the you know a bunch of people wearing it around the around the country. So it's been it's been fun. It's been so cool to to watch it grow organically, myself included. Just just seeing the amount of followers and support you've been getting like through these past months. It's crazy. It's it just like the designs you release are just so sick and like hockey players um, especially just love your brand. Just, it's just so sick. It's going with the, the whole lifestyle of playing junior hockey and just enjoying the ride. It's, it's so sick. Yeah. I wanted to make something a little different. It's not your typical hockey stuff. So I just wanted to add a little spin on, on that. And I think it's been good because hockey players don't really like wearing all hockey stuff all the time you know what i mean like yeah especially for myself i don't i don't need to be wearing that stuff when it's my entire life so adding a little spin to it i think was a cool touch so yeah it's been good zach now do you have a website uh you can give us so we can give our fans uh 
Hello, love. Yeah, give them the, uh, the address. ETR etr dash outfitters but it's probably easier to just go right on the insta etr outfitters and then the links in the bio so it's, it's pretty easy perfect good hit them up everyone <laughs> yes sir get some merch <clears throat> all right so you got so anything next, for us? yeah so the next point uh, i want to bring up is uh my tool out here fellas i just want to make sure i'm not so screaming at i you think guys. you're good all right. I think I'm a little loud, but I'm good. So uh, the next question loud. is, so you're playing at Niagara University right now. And if I'm not mistaken, that's a D1 university, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How? Yes, uh, take us through how, how, how many years have you been there so far? I'm going to be a junior this year, so my third year. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Now, just uh, talk to the listeners a little bit about your recruitment process. How'd that whole thing go? And um, I know for, for D2, it was kind of – was a lot of talking and uh, I'm assuming D1 similar. So walk us through that, what it was like. Yeah, honestly, it was pretty quick for me. Um, it was probably like a two week window where school started talking to me and not so long after that, I had my first visit, uh, obviously here and just everything seemed right. They offered me pretty good scholarship and. Oh, we frozen. It's good. Uh, Sorry, brother. I think you broke up right there. What'd you say? Yeah, uh, they offered you a scholarship, a and then what's up? Yeah, they were my first visit, so I went there, offered me a good scholarship, and couldn't really turn that one down. So yeah, figured Close I was anything much better. Yeah, exactly. So. Absolutely. That, that's awesome, man. Good for you. Congratulations on that. I know you're Appreciate going into it. your uh, going into your third season here. Uh, yeah. Sammy, you got the stats for uh, how he's been doing there in Niagara. What's up? He's been doing pretty good. I mean. Uh, Seven points first season. Last season got cut short, so he got five points last season. But I mean, he's uh, he's finding a new role. Like it's you got to adjust yeah, the new the different level. Than juniors, yeah. Sure. Oh, I can only imagine, man. Now, just go ahead and just walk our viewers through a uh, you know a typical day in the life of a D one athlete. You know, I mean, uh, we see it all the time, and. Uh, I mean, you kind of see those stories of them getting up or those football players getting up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. to eat breakfast and work out. Like, is that is that what you're doing over there at Niagara or what's going on? Yeah, a lot of schools are different. Uh, we have a pretty similar program, I feel, to most, most teams. Uh, we wake up at like 7, have workout around 7.45. So we get some food in the morning, uh, work out, go skate, and then – Grab some lunch at the dining hall, go to class. And then Is there a food that you shouldn't get at your dining hall that's like absolute diarrhea on a plate? Like what you don't, <laughs> you do, the boys don't want to get? Um, no, man. It's actually pretty good. Uh, it's not that tough. dog food, Sodexo. We were getting it. Yeah, we, uh, we, oh. had, we had buff chick Wednesdays. And trust me, you don't want don't to get chick? that. Buff Chick Wednesdays, I, oh, I, yeah. I oh. you can't. No man, there's deadly. There's, there's a lot of varieties, so if, if something's not working for you, there's a couple other options. So it's you guys good are here. getting the first tier shit. We're getting fucking. Bombed. Yeah, they're getting. Yeah. They're, they're getting. Uh, they're getting sushi <laughs> a la carte. Uh, fucking. That's sick. Got... Oh yeah, are we allowed to swear on this? Absolutely. Yeah, we can swear. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're uh, yeah. <laughs> We're, We're all big uh, boys and girls here. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's uh nice. It's not a kids' yeah. channel. Not a yeah. kids' channel. J just don't tell my girlfriend. 
Yeah. I'm sure she's listening right now. <laughs> no, she's actually – she's not here right now. All so right. She work, so, she's working out? Yeah, she's uh, she's running a million miles right now. So, <laughs> Dude, unbelievable. Superstar athlete runner. Yeah. Right. She's an athlete in the relationship. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Sucks. So, uh, you were talking about um, – your experience at Niagara, how about this year, how it got like cut short because of COVID? Like how was, how did that happen? Like for us, it was a, it yeah. was a little weird. We just finished our season, so we didn't really impact us that much, but for you guys, weren't you guys in playoffs or something like that? Or Yeah, it actually happened like pretty quick. Like we obviously heard a lot of rumors going around, like we weren't going to play. We were actually in army at West Point for oh, the first shit. round of playoffs. And it was literally the day of the game when we found out we weren't playing. Like, we just had to go to the rink, pack our stuff up, and just went home. Like, everybody was super paranoid. Like, on the bus ride home, I had a headache, and I was like, oh, my God, I have fucking COVID. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, it was – it sucked, man. I thought we had a really good team last year, and I thought we were going to have a good shot. If we got through Army, we were probably going to win the Atlantic. So, just thanks. You never know, man season got cut short couldn't plan that stuff but i guess it's uh it was bigger than hockey at that point yeah exactly it's more about safety and you, you just gotta you understand the decision you're just disappointed with the the outcome but i mean for sure at the end of the day that's probably the best decision they could have made just with yeah. what we know now mm-hmm. just it's crazy yeah, absolutely. so you you mentioned that you guys get up around seven ish you go you go work out whatever uh, talk to us a little bit about how COVID and all the, uh, all the different hoops you guys have to jump through in order to, yeah. to work out together, you know, and skate together. Is there testing? Are you guys running through protocols every day or how's that working? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we were in like phase three or four now. We started off in smaller groups. Now we're, this is phase four. So it's just two groups, the split team pretty much, uh, where there's no contact with each like other group. Um, but every day we check in, we have temperature checks and we have to fill out like these badges on our Maya new app, just basically say like, you don't have COVID. So, mm-hmm. um, but everybody got tested. Like I got tested twice. Some guys only got tested once. They just been doing randomly. Um, but yeah, it's been like really small groups, a lot of rules. Um, yeah, it's been been slow and steady but things are looking well for us i feel like we're we're ahead of a lot of other teams right now so it's yeah 100 percent. from what i heard it's it's different from um school to school and um i i definitely in division three it's like they're like way behind in terms of like getting prepared for the upcoming season like they're they're expected to start maybe in january and they are still doing captain's practices. They're, they're not even even close to doing uh, group uh, workouts or group uh, practicing. I know it's different for each team, but you guys sound like you're really uh, ahead of the game. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. Well, I'm happy that everything's going well. Is there is there a definitive start date for you guys, or have you guys is it still up in the air right now? Yeah, I mean, we hear – something new every day yeah there's yeah, yeah exactly there's whispers but it's nothing really concrete at this point yeah. i think got it. got it all right sam you want to go ahead and take us into our next point here? yeah yeah um i want to talk about we we, we talked a little bit about the oj and stuff but i want to know about 
Nichols. I really, I never talked to you about Nichols and how you liked it there and how it helped you grow as a player and helped you prepare you for the OJ. Yeah. I mean, I went out as a freshman. Uh, I played forward my whole life up until then. Wasn't until, Good sh- wow. <laughs> wow, big shift. Yeah. Wasn't until junior year of high school I started playing D. When uh, We just were in a tournament and we were shorthanded on the back end. And I guess the coach just threw me back there. I was probably dog shit at forward or something <laughs> to get back there. But I actually liked it. And obviously haven't switched since. So, but yeah. It's, yeah, it never looking experience. back after that. Seriously, you move from forward, you move all the way back to D, you go D1. Holy shit. Good for you. Yeah. I'd probably That's be a big uh, playing club if I was forward. So it's good. Were you, uh, were you always more of a... <laughs> <laughs> were you always more of a defensive forward so you had that understanding of being on the back end or oh no or did no did you just He's... did you just have that transition and you were like fuck it i'm gonna play defense and be really good at this uh i mean i, I don't think i really had a choice at that point in time mm-hmm. whether if i wanted to play d or not i know i was super pissed off when i got put <laughs> back there but uh i just felt i could see the ice better everything's in front of you and that was I bill pissed off advantage what's that was bill pissed off I don't know. Probably. (laughs) But no, it's been good, man. That's good. Love to hear that. Glad, uh, glad you took that transition and kind of ran with it, man. I mean, it it brought you to a D one university and that's that besides going to the NHL is every hockey player's dream, right? You think Mm -hmm. going D one, like you have, you get everything, right? You're getting the you're getting the merch, you're getting the free sticks, you're getting the, the free equipment. Like that's everyone's dream, right? That means yep. that puts you in the top half percent of all hockey players in the world, man. Like congratulations to you. That's yeah. Thanks, Matt. When I played when I played with Zach and uh, in the OJ, I remember I was trying out. It was the it was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest week for me. I like left Quebec and like abruptly and just came to the OJ and in the middle of their freaking tryout. Then like. I don't know. I, I had a couple of good games. I was lucky. And then the first game I get there and I, I see Zach and he goes like end to end and fucking scores. I'm like, this guy's going to one. This guy's <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. I was just Isn't like, it crazy I, how you can just know you can see oh, someone yeah. and you're like, fuck that kid's gross. Yeah. But then Zach would look at me and be like, this guy fucking sucks. How is this guy in the same ice <laughs> as like, me? Like, just give me the fucking puck, dude. <laughs> give me the fucking give puck, the puck, you puck Give idiot. me the puck and go right off the ice. We're going to play five on four without having you. We don't yeah. need you on the ice. Cool, man. Well, that's good. So, Nichols, who did they play? Who did you guys play? Was that a, was that a high school in uh, – It's in a prep Buffalo? school. Prep, in, uh... prep school in Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, right. nice. Oh, um, so, you must be a huge Bills fan. You watched that game today or what? Yeah, I actually didn't watch much of it, which is pretty sad because I was glued to my bed. But um, – yeah, they're Josh pretty gross Allen. right now, man. Three and all. Josh Allen, three hundred and eleven yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, man. Boys are rolling. Buff, <laughs> roll decent Bills, player. baby. Bills Mafia. Oh, he's he's decent. He has a uh, he has he has big hands. He's tall. He's, yeah. He looks good in shorts. It's gross. <laughs> cool, man. Well, that's great. That's good. All right, now. We talked a little bit about your recruitment process for, for college. I mean, uh, is, is the recruitment process any different for the OJ or the Null? And, or or is, it, is it kind of the same type of deal? Coaches approach you and so on and so forth. Run us through that. Uh, I can't speak 
for the null part just because yeah. I was committed um, mm-hmm. before I got there. So um, the OJ was pretty easy. You know, coaches, if they were there and they saw you and they liked you, you just wait outside the locker room and tell the coach. It was easy for you, asshole. Like, like, <laughs> like, hey, like hey, come outside and talk. But, well, that's uh, good. Yeah. That- now, how were how were your initial talks with Niagara? Were you approached by any other coaches prior to Niagara, or were they just the one and you went on a visit and you're like, "Damn, this is it, I'm in love." No, there was a couple other schools for sure, but all D one or what? Yeah, uh, but I just I kind of knew it as soon mm-hmm. as I got that offer that I wasn't going to get anything better, and mm-hmm. I I'm a homebody, so I like being close to home. So best of both worlds. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Quick hop, skip, and a jump over there to Quebec, huh? No, it's uh, yeah, to, Toronto. To, uh, Toronto. Holy fuck, I need a geography lesson. Yeah, you, you're fucking lost. Whenever, I whenever school, Zach... I leave school for six months and I'm a fucking pelican. Yeah, I mean, whenever Zach texts me, he's like, yeah, you want to come to Buffalo? I'm on the next flight, so. <laughs> That's ideal. That's all time. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, everything has been working out and uh, best of luck to the, the college season. Uh, we're not quite done yet, but uh, let's let's hear your NHL predictions. I mean, yeah. fucking killer game five last night. I mean, double OT. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tampa's going to win for sure. They're not there you choke. go. That's what, that's what I wanted to hear. But yeah, I'd like to see Cooper win one. He's a beauty. So yeah. Be good for them. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you see uh, Stamkos is not is not in the lineup for the next game? Yeah, man. I I was I was actually talking to my roommates about it. Uh, I think they were playing eleven forwards anyways, weren't they last night? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. They should play sixty and just throw him in on the peeper because he'd still be mm-hmm. a threat. That's just what I was saying. If anything, but he takes away a defender because he's got that fucking cannon on one team. He takes out fucking Ruda, who can't even skate backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh man. But, um, but he's yeah. Sam shared with me. Yeah, he's in Sam the show. shared with me <laughs> earlier, brother. So, uh, who is it? Steven Stamkos has more goals than Tyler Sagan in the entire playoffs, and Stamkos has had three shifts. What do you what do you have to think about that? What do you have to say about that? I think it's just Bad, the finals. Dude. Oh, is it just the finals? Just the finals, but still, that's fucking even still bananas. Even still, Stamkos yeah. had three shifts, has a pops a bingo, huge bingo, and Sagan's just bag of dirt right now. Yeah, he's definitely been a passenger this this whole series. Uh, I don't really know what's been going on, but it's definitely been a little cold streak. Hmm. But yeah, his uh, his Tinder girls aren't him. in the bubble. No, I know. What are your? Uh, let me get your. Let me ask you one thing. What are your thoughts on Joe Pavelski? That guy's unbelievable. Man. I think he's gross. He's just got the most goals for an American-born player in playoffs. Obviously, yep. he can't. I mean, that's disgusting. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaks for it. Is that good? Yeah, it's pretty good, I think. Um, but for being a seventh-round pick. I mean, he's he's always had to prove himself, so he yeah. just keeps doing it. So, Dude, I mean, it's cool to see. He, he goes from the Sharks, who are just absolute dog shit now, to a team who's now in the finals, and I'm pretty sure he he's one of their one of their leading scorers in the playoffs this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy's just pure consistency all around the board. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Sharks got rid of him is just bullshit. I'm pissed. Well, they didn't get I'm rid of him. California. They just lost him. He signed somewhere else. 
right? Yeah. Even still, even still, the Sharks should have signed him, man. Well, I mean, he's probably sick of fucking the estate tax sick and of fucking losing, Cali. Sick of losing too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true. He's so true. He's got sixty-one goals, most American with zero cups. I mean, and he's getting pretty old, so he's got to mm-hmm. got to change it up a little bit. Yeah. One last kick at the can, as Sammy said yeah. earlier today. Oh yeah, for sure. Cool. Now, all right, which leads me into my next thing. You know. At the end of college, I mean, most hockey players try and stay involved in hockey. What are your What are your What are your thoughts here? Are you You going You going pro after this? Or are you just gonna You gonna coach somewhere? What's your next plan? I know you got two more years though, but uh, it's never a bad idea to think about it. Yeah, I'm definitely not getting into coaching or scouting or anything like that. No what, kids. You hate kids or what? <laughs> uh, no, I just don't want to deal with it. Um, okay. I want right. to play. I want to play after for a couple of years, probably. Mm-hmm. Nice. Playing where, Europe. where are you trying to, to go? travel yeah i play in europe for a bit travel around yeah. see the world i think that's it'd be a cool experience that's for cool sure. man that'd be that'd be awesome that'd be awesome yeah. do you have any uh you have any teams looking at you yet anybody uh approached you or anything well or? he's into the no. you can't really yeah. say anything like that no well, i mean yeah. they can still express interest no no it's like considered tampering or something i don't even know yeah, it's it's weird it's like it's it's There's so weird. it's like a sensitive like I know, I know, like Cole Caulfield, he got drafted. That's the only reason why you can like talk to him is if you draft him, kind of thing. Mm, if you own his God. rights, and if they want to talk to him, it'd be after his senior year, after he's done playing, then they could talk to him, right. or else it'd got be it. considered tampering. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's it. crazy. See how uneducated I am, guys. I'm, a, I'm an absolute <laughs> idiot. So I just need to educate myself. I need to read a fucking book. Every yeah, time. yeah. Read a book. Read the book, idiot. <clears throat> All right, Sam. You got anything else for our for our friend here, Zach? I don't know. I he's hit everything all, all cylinders. He answered all my questions. I mean, like you said the I, I want Tampa Bay to win. Like oh, Marty Saint Louis, my favorite player. Stamkos. I just want to see him win. Like he's fucking lost so many times, and like he's people are calling him a band aid because he's always injured. But I think he literally played that game just to get his name on the cup when they win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, either way, I think he would have gotten his name on it. Oh, Fatty Maroon looking for two. Fatty, yeah, Fatty Maroon, back. back-to-back cups for Fatty Maroon. Zach Bogosian, <laughs> one went away. Bogosian, oh, my God, don't Whatever. ever say them like that. Bogo for Norris. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, I fucking – again, read I'm fucking just kidding. book tombs. That's all that matters. Once I read a book, I'll be fucking slinging yeah. things around. Oh, we're going to – our vocabulary is going to be extended. Like that word, extended. Cool. All right. Well, Zach, you want to leave our listeners with a last comment? You got anything? No, I'm good. (laughs) Short, sweet, to the point. I fucking love it. Good shit. Well, thanks for coming on the pod, man. We really appreciate having you. Thanks, boys. That was fun. Let's shoot the shit some more. Shoot the shit, baby. Absolutely. We'll get you on here again. No worries. Yeah. Sweet. Hang tight. We we got we got a lot of people lined up out the front door. We gotta we gotta let one in at a time for COVID oh, restrictions. Oh, true. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> Social distance, baby. Oh All right, yeah, brother. Well, thanks right. a lot. We really appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to having you sometime soon. Sounds All right. Good. And here's our live reaction to the Stars winning in double overtime. Holy shit, bro! What a fucking shot from Klingberg, dude. Here we go. Dallas, Dallas saves it. Corey Perry puts it home, dude. Just a garbage fucking goal. What a fucking game, dude. Tampa was swarming literally that whole second overtime. 
even the first one, dude. And then they just they just get a breakdown two on one. Might be offsite. Might be offside. Might be calling might be an offside here. So, oh, might be a good. false alarm. We're good. We're clear. Nope. We're looking at this nope, right no now. Way. In no luck. Way. We're watching this live. I think that's an offside. Oh, his foot's up. No, 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 no. No. I think I'm they might be calling this. this one back. Look at this shot from Klingberg. Just oh wow, that bounced it's around. It's a garbage bro. goal. We gotta go in front of the net. We gotta get those dirty areas. Get the gotta get the dirty goals, dude. And then I mean, mind you, the this. cross check at the end by Perry. Check it out. Ready? Yeah. Boom. See ya. Fuck your hamstring. <laughs> Corey Perry, just a fucking dirt oh, bag. Gosh. Woo! Cross check right okay. there. Okay. So the stars already tweeted out stars win. Let's see if the goals. Cause I can't, I can't Holy hear their shit. audio right now. Is it called off or is it done? It's done. Deal, I don't right? know. I think it's a done deal, pal. They might be going to review, but I think it's done. It's game over. Yeah. NHL look just tweeted. Look at the excitement on the bench, bro. Look yeah. They're just, imagine being in the cup final. How, how much fucking energy is going through your veins right now? Yeah, dude. It's over. Dallas no review. Dallas saves a series. No review. Wow. That's ballsy. All right. They're going to six. That's crazy. Game six. This is nice. Game All six. right. All right. Way to well, go, everyone. Way to go, stars. Let's see how it goes. Sam, let's get your prediction. Who do you think? Who do you think's taking I'm gonna say, this? You're going to call me weird, but I had a dream. Literally, I had a dream. It was maybe four months ago that the top of a lightning were going to win the Stanley Cup. I literally wrote it down. I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I had a dream that the top of a lightning won the Stanley Cup and Stamkos got his first ring and she's like what the fuck are you talking about i'm like i swear i swear <laughs> and she's like yeah i don't know what the who the hell you're talking about so so i literally i'm not kidding i had a dream about it so i'm gonna go with tampa bay winning six wow in six wow not even seven holy shit dude. no they're all winning the next game it's done all the momentum is leaning towards dallas that's I'm the thing. Side with my with my uh, with my boy Andrew Stahl. Spent two summers with him. I gotta go with Dallas and wow. and Joe Pavelski. The guy's Joe an Pavelski. absolute beauty, bro. That guy that guy's a tip machine. He fucking scores. Do that. I, do it all. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he just passed Mike Madonna for all time uh, goals in the playoffs. Is that good, I, Mike Madonna? Mike Madonna is he any good? Legend. Know? Ever heard of him? Let me know. I think he's got like a 99 in the NHL. Best American-born player ever, if you're not talking about Patrick Excuse Kane. Me. I'm enjoying myself, White Claw, on the, on the podcast. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but hopefully, maybe sometimes. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> All right, I think that's, uh, that's going to be it for tonight. It's fucking, what is it, 12 p.m. here in Eastern, 9 p.m. 9.03, baby. 9, 9, 9 p.m. in Cali, lucky asshole. Um, I still got yeah. three hours to grind, whatever way yeah. I want to do. Yeah, I got to go to bed. And my girlfriend's going to kill me, rightfully <laughs> so. It's fucking late. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're going to call it a night. And uh, looking right. forward to next episode next Saturday. We're going to record it, and it'll come out next Monday, I believe. Either or Monday Mondays. or Wednesday, we have to we – have to, so we'll the one that we just recorded this evening will come out realistically this coming Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And then we'll re-record Saturday and then release every Wednesday from then on. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan, brother. Mm -hmm. You have a good night, Bye. brother.
Good night, fella. Good night, fellas. Good night, all the boys listening. Sir.